Is this thing on? Has it really been over a year since I recorded my last podcast episode? Welcome to episode 413 of the Dan York Report, and sadly, it really has been over a year. My last episode 412 about my experience with an Apple Watch was recorded on August 16th, 2022. I published a whopping three episodes in all of 2022, and here it is September 7th, 2023, and I've not yet recorded a single episode. This year is almost three quarters of the way done. And I didn't even publish my usual January 1, my themes for 2023 kind of episode. Nothing. Nothing at all. Like, what's going on? Why? What's happening? I think the reality is, like many folks I know and probably many of you listening, I've still been caught in that fatigue and malaise coming out of the pandemic, which of course is not over. In fact, right now in September 2023, we're seeing a rise in COVID cases, but we've collectively decided to just kind of move on, it seems. But I digress. That's a whole other topic. I think if I look back, you can see a pattern, you know, of what we've been looking at. The general fatigue, malaise, you can call it different things. Back three years ago, in uh, in episode 397 on, on September 4th, 2020, I talked about an article a science journalist named uh, Tara Hale had written called Your Surge Capacity is Depleted. It's Why You Feel Awful. And she wrote about this idea that, you know, we're maintaining a high state of alert. And so, uh, you know, we continue to do that and continue to do that. And we can only do it for so long you know, we, we just can't. At some point, we deplete that and we have to renew it. And how do you get through that? It's, you know, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. And that certainly is one way of looking at it. In April 2021, Adam Grant wrote in the New York Times an article about there's a name for the blah you're feeling. It's called languishing. And he talked about how this was a, um, you know, it's not burnout. It's just, it wasn't depression. We're not feeling hopeless, but we're just kind of aimless in some way. And, you know, a sense of stagnation and emptiness or just, you know, muddling through things. And he had a long, there was a long other discussion around that and, and we could go into a whole lot more, but that too, I think is part of it. I don't know about you all, but I, I know I have not been fully working at my highest level of capacity. I've certainly done a great amount over this past year, created a lot of different things and articles and pieces and work and done what I need to do at my my employer, my work. Um, but, you know, it's just uh, outside of that work that I need to do, outside of that, I haven't had that same kind of energy and all of that. It's, it's this fatigue malaise, whatever it is, you know, je suis fatigué. Um, in German, there's a great word called uh, hundemude, which is basically dog tired, you know, and um, it's it's that, I think, on some level that has certainly held me back in some form. It was, so what do you do? You know, there's just trying to chart our path out of it. I was looking, wondering, thinking if there was a medical reason for me, but I 
just recently went through some tests and everything's all good in my body and systems and things. And it's just, uh, it's just trying to get through that and get going in some way. So where do I go from here? I mean, I, I want to change this. Let's change these episodes, at least as a start to begin this. I've got a long, long list of topics to cover. So what I'm really trying to commit and it to do is to start to get more of these. So if you suddenly see this subscription popping up, that's what's happening. I'm trying to push my way out of that fatigue, that that languishing, that malaise, that just general feeling of blah and moving myself forward and doing this. I'm hoping to get some more writing, doing some of the different stuff and things like that. You know, there's a lot that's been going on and maybe this is just a bit of a personal update. I will say that I did write on January 1, my three themes for 2023, which were basically health, community, and music. The health aspect certainly has a lot around the fact that I, you know, I've been sedentary. I, I haven't, I'm not running. I'm not biking. I'm not doing much. And I've let myself make some poor choices in eating and gain some weight, all that kind of stuff. And I need to reverse that. I'm trying to work on that. Another thread was community and, and the need to build community online, offline, in different places. It's certainly been a theme I've seen as we look at this. And even now with like the Twitter meltdown that's going on, we can see the need for people to have solid communities and homes for those communities in different ways and shapes at the Internet Society, my employer. I've been focused this year on a project looking at how do we help build sustainable technical communities, things like network operator groups or or uh, our local DNS security groups or, or other different pieces. How do we help those groups thrive? You know, how do we help them not only survive, but thrive? How do we do that? Uh, here within my own community of Vermont, where I live, I've been the, uh, the well, I was the president-elect, and now as of January 1, I'm the president of our local Rotary Club for Charlotte, Shelburne, and Hinesburg, Vermont, three towns that are around me. And I'll do a whole episode around that because there's a lot that I could talk about there. And But it is another way of being involved in the community and helping build that community in some way. And uh, and I had never, I'll give it, before 2019, I had never actually heard of Rotary. I mean, I know it was around. I didn't know what it was. But it's an amazing organization. And I will do a whole episode around sort of what's going on there. In the meantime, if you're interested, you can go to rotary.org and you can learn more about this, uh, this amazing organization with, you know, 46,000 clubs, I guess, all over the world and 1.4 million members. It's, it's kind of an amazing organization. But that's, those are two of my themes, health and community. The other one was music, something that I'm looking to do more of. I've been actually playing around, trying to get back into learning guitar, uh, playing around, noodling with the piano a little bit more, trying to just start to get into some of that that I have always wanted to do more with. So we'll have to see where that goes. Other things I said, I mentioned Rotary Club is a big part of my life these days. Every Wednesday morning, that's where I am, and many weekends and other different activities, trying to be of service to people in the neighborhood. Service, service above self is the motto, and, and that's really where we kind of go with that. What can we do? I'm amazingly coming up on my 12th anniversary working at the Internet Society, and, and now more than ever, we need organizations like the Internet Society ensuring that the internet truly is for everyone. And something people don't realize is you're listening to this over an internet connection, but there's 
2.9 billion people out there by ITU estimates that don't have internet connectivity. And there's a whole lot more who don't have adequate internet connectivity or affordable, meaningful. There's a lot of work that needs to happen there. And then, of course, when it come, when people get online, they need a secure, trustworthy experience while they're there. And right now, we've got a whole lot of people all over the world, policymakers, who are deciding that they want to go and make policies about the internet without understanding how the internet actually works. So they just say, oh, we should just, you know, ban all porn or, or we, we, we must protect the children. So we must do this without understanding how it works. I mean, to be fair, right? Many of these are very valid things. I would love it if there was a magic button we could press and get rid of all child sexually uh, assault material anywhere on the internet. Would love it. There isn't a magic button we can do, though. And that's the problem, is that a lot of policymakers around the world are trying to, they're writing laws as if there's a magic button. So the need for organizations like the Internet Society are very much still there. I'm delighted to still be a part of it. This year, 2023, I've been focused, as I mentioned, on this project looking at how do we help build and sustain local technical communities that are so critical to the functioning of the Internet. That's been part of what I've been doing. I've also been spending a good bit of time on looking at how do we connect the unconnected, and particularly through low-Earth orbit satellite systems, things like SpaceX's Starlink, uh, OneWeb, uh, Amazon's Project Kuiper, a number of other different things. It's been kind of fun because as a kid, I always grew up you know, focused on space and space shuttle and back in the day in the 80s and, uh, and astronauts, all of that. And so getting to marry that with my own interest in the internet has been a really rewarding aspect of what I do. I also have been spending time tracking shutdowns. You know, uh, it's weird. I'm here in the United States. We don't think about shutting down the internet. But in countries across the world, this is happening. Right now, we've had a couple of cases just recently in Africa where governments have shut down the internet when there was, well, coups, unfortunately, and some things like that, but other kinds of things or protests against elections, all of that. In Iraq and Syria in the Middle East, they've shut down the internet every day for four hours for a couple of weeks while they were doing student exams. There's been some crazy stuff that people are doing. And so part of the work I've been doing at the Internet Society is helping people in the advocacy against that. My particular role, we have a site called Pulse, P-U-L-S-E, pulse.internetsociety.org, and we track shutdowns there. And so I've been getting to write up responses to shutdowns and you know, and document this and show that, in fact, this is happening. And we have a calculator now on how much money is being lost during the fact during this time of the shutdown. So amazing stuff. I've also been pulled into a lot of stuff just around encryption. I'm leading a little project internally around artificial intelligence and trying to understand not so much whether it has an effect on the Internet, but more how much of these policies people are putting in place to do something about AI may, in fact, wind up you know, affecting the internet. Again, I could probably do a whole other episode just around that. Beyond all that, I'm still editing Wikipedia from time to time. I haven't been streaming to Twitch for a while like I used to be doing, hoping to try to get that started up again. I also uh, have been getting ready to volunteer with the ITDRC, the IT Disaster Resource Center that deploys to places like Florida recently or Hawaii with the, the wildfires that were there to other places in the United States 
to go and help bring connectivity back after disasters. I just have to do, I got to do two more courses. This is it, right? This is one of those things. I need just two more courses. Probably take me, I don't know, two or three hours to finish these courses and then I'll be deployable and I'll get my deployment credential. And if things schedules align and stuff like that, I could actually sign up and deploy to one of these disasters to help out. If you haven't checked it out, by the way, if you're into IT, just go to itdrc.org. And if you're in the United States, you can join up and be part of this group, which will go and do it. There are similar groups in other parts of the world, but this is the one I know of here in this particular case. Beyond all that, my personal life, of course, I have two wonderful daughters who are at university and one entering high school. I have my wife is in a super intense job with a nonprofit that's around here. I have parents who are still thankfully alive. I have pets, all sorts of stuff that goes on in one's personal life that, uh, that also keeps one busy in so many different ways. So that's it. That's a lot, a quick preview or thumbnail of where I'm at these days. So let's see what happens. I'm hopeful that this will not be the only episode you get in 2023 and that hopefully very soon you'll get some more out of this. Let's see. I, as always, I love to hear your feedback. You can leave it on SoundCloud where I post this at soundcloud.com slash Dan York. These days I'm hanging out on Mastodon the most, so you can find me as Dan York at mastodon.social. I'm also on threads. I'm on Blue Sky, you know, again as Dan York, but I don't really use those as much. I'm Yes, I still have Dan York on Twitter, but I pretty much never go there just because of the complete cesspool and dumpster fire that Twitter has become, unfortunately. And I could do a whole other episode around that. You also, of course, can just email me. A simple address is dan at danyork.org. You also can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me, which, uh, which continues to be where I aggregate all my content. Thanks to my youngest daughter for the intro and outro music, and thanks to all of you for listening. And with that, I will say bye for now, and until next time.